get a raise Not far from a star, two steps from a slave Take it for myself, man, it's time to get paid Telling all my people's look, let's get paid Asking no boss, man, can I get a raise Not far from a star, two steps from a slave Take it for myself, man, it's time to get paid They tell me, clever man, come on, you think too much Where you been, I ain't heard you spit in months Did you hang it up? Did you fall off the floor when you lose in the crush? Yeah, such and such, man, it's funny how when you out of sight, you be out of mind How a good woman, friends, and money be hard to find I've been on my hustle, stacking paper on the grind in Atlanta Trying to build a shot, real talk These days it's hard to stay sober Switching time zones with the four-hour laid over Fifth out, I flush out, red from the doja I cry hard cause I can't flow in the soda You can tell I'm clever, doja You in the corporate office somewhere over there You with a Range Rover, this is getting colder And I ain't got time, man, I got a shot Email me in October I'm telling all my people, look, let's get paid Asking all boss, man, can I get a raise? Not far from a star, two steps from a slave Number one source for knowledge in the information age. High frequency radio network.
safe space. Always thought that things would work out in the end, but friends are not friends and enemies are so close to me. I don't know who you supposed to be. So contemplate that before approaching me. Hey, fool, run that hey, shit the fuck back, man.
committing a crime Get a lot for that I won't snitch, I ain't dropping a dime I'm a self-made hustler, top of the line
All right. Trust I'm coming in clearly. Am I coming in clearly? <laughs> I would like to welcome you to another episode of the Foundation. Here on High Frequency Radio Network, as you know, of course, I am your host, So L, a seeker of truth, L, and speaker of truth, L. Look, hold on a second. So, before we start out, and I know this is this is pretty unorthodox from for me, you know, to do this. And I don't usually do these things. I don't think I've ever done this right here. But I think it's 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 a requirement, right? And you know, no offense necessarily taken, because ultimately this is not a big deal. But what is a deal with regards to this subject I'm about to touch on right now is that it ultimately wastes people's time. And that that kind of bothers me, you know. People can be in situations, you know, you could be <clears throat> not necessarily in a life or death situation you're going to send off an email, but, you know, it could be a situation where, you know, something's going on with your house or something's going on with one of your assets or who exactly knows. And I just want to be very clear as far as who I am. Because I don't want to waste anyone's time. Now, it's, it hasn't been too significant, but it's I think it's been consistent enough over the years, the years, that, you know, I, I want to address it right now. My, my name is Sot L, S-O-T space E-L. I'm not Yusuf L. And a matter of fact, I know Yusuf and I share, well, I share patterns of speech in particular with Yusuf, but and for the record. And I only found this out after I met him. Yusuf and my father grew up in the same exact neighborhood in Texas, like in the same exact neighborhood. So, and you know, I'm a brother, so, you know, I have a deeper voice and I have certain patterns of speech that I know that very much resemble Yusuf's patterns of speech. And I get that. And I'm actually flattered every time someone confuses me with Yusuf, I'm absolutely flattered. And and, you know, sometimes besides myself, you know, but the thing of it is, is I don't want people's time to be wasted. Um, we may sound very similar. <clears throat> we may speak very similar in patterns of speech. We may speak very similar in the language that we use, particular terms, terminology, and so on and so forth. And I will just say that's because the brothers is a ridiculous dope mentor, number one. But, you know, essentially, my education from junior high, honestly, you know, from business into the private, I've come across the same information fundamentally. And, of course, Yusuf has put me on to a lot of stuff that I didn't know. But when I met him, we shared a lot of the same principles because we have done a lot of the same or similar things, you know. And not to say that I have done anything close to Yusuf L because I haven't. I'm just saying, on a particular path, if you're taking of self-discovery, self-mastery, self-control, self-actualization, self-realization, and, you know, doing 
one's duty in taking care of themselves and you know recognizing the power and the the mystique and grandeur of the creator of the boundless boundless universe you know what i mean you you kind of do certain things and you kind of develop certain similarities now i'm gonna tell you this piece like i said my father's about 10 years or so older than yusuf so they don't even know each other i don't think you know what i mean but what i'm saying is we grew up in the same i mean he my father and yusuf grew up in the same exact neighborhood and i'm not going to say what neighborhood it is because you know it's private he can say it if he wants but you know but so I mean, I may sound like Yusuf L, and as I said, I appreciate it, but I'm not Yusuf L. You know, um, I do not have the depth of comprehension and understanding of specific subjects such as SPC, uh, discharging certain uh, tax forms and things of that nature. I do not possess that that knowledge, nor the expertise, nor do I possess the the confidence to attempt to disseminate. You know, and I think it's only only right that I give that brother his just due because I can't, I stay in my lane, period, 100%. So with that being said, you know, it's I take it with no offense. I just don't want people wasting their time. And I want to be clear and specific. My name is Sot L. I'm the host of the foundation on High Frequency Radio Network. Yusuf created High Frequency Radio Network, and I am honored to be allowed, because that's what it is, I am allowed to host the foundation on high frequency for a little over seven years now. And that's what it is. I defer to Yusuf. Yusuf is above me. When, when it comes to the structure of high frequency radio network, I am merely an agent or officer. I, I act within my delegation of authority, and I do not act outside of it. You know, because to me, this is an honor. <clears throat> it's an honor to be able to do this. It's an honor to be able to help people and, and you know, receive that, that satisfaction that I do receive when people tell me, like, man, you really helped me. That helped a lot. I was able to do this. They get excited about their life. They get excited about the possibilities in their future. That That is what drives the the force behind the foundation. And this, the platform, the High Frequency Radio Network platform, allows So L, me, through the foundation to do that. So I want to be clear. You know, as as much as I'm flattered, I need to be clear. I'm not even close to that, brother. Um, I sound like I'm a little bit because, like I said, my, my father and he, they grew up in the same neighborhood. And, you know, really, I don't want people wasting their time because ultimately people are sending me emails thinking I'm useless. And I have to explain to them, you know, and that could have been two days, three days, four days before I get to the email, sometimes a week or two. And that could have been valuable time that could have been otherwise invested in actually contacting the person you're trying to contact. So I apologize. I really do. I feel bad about it. That, the, you know, the misunderstanding um, happens. But, you know, I'm doing my best to clarify that. With that being said, let's get back into the vibe. I mean, I'm just trying to, you know. Do do my due diligence in my fiduciary capacity as trustee of the foundation here on High Frequency Radio Network. Yes, uh, yes, you understand this is the foundation, and we, it's a team, are high frequency where you understand and we understand incorrect information incorrectly applied can get you hurt. Correct information incorrectly applied can get you hurt, which brings me to the topic of this show: the problem with your public view 
yours. Yep, I'm talking to you. I'm pointing that at you. Yep, you can get brolic. You can get hype and throw some at me. Talk about my mom or whatever. Well, I'm about to talk about you. And it's not going to be in a derogatory way. You may take it that way. You know, you may, you may, you know, curse me in all the beginnings of my illustrious life. But, you know, I just think these things need to be said. You know, incorrect information incorrectly applied. But first, I want to say thanks to um, and honors, of course, all thanks and honors and praises due to creator and ancestors. I want to say big up and shout out to what I consider my spiritual big brother. And I call him the uncle of the conscious community. You can call him whoever you want. Just don't call him collect. Ha ha. I know. I'm sorry. Big brother Yusuf, fair uncle Yusuf affectionately referred to as High Frequency Radio Network creator, SBC University creator. My man created the industries that he let me see with my own eyes privately, and I was amazed. The man goes to sleep after I do. He wakes up before I do. I mean, look, shout out to the big brother. You know, and check out HighFrequencyRadioNetwork.com. Check out SPCUniversity.com because I think he merged everything into SPCUniversity.com. So go there first, you know, but woo. And then, you know, after you go there, go there, you can just go ahead and or you can open up a new tab and go to WelcomeToTheFoundation.com. Check out that email list, sign up, put your email in there. You got these exclusive offers, content, and events. Coming up, we got a, um, I'm just going to tell you, we got an exclusive, look, um, I probably shouldn't be saying this, because usually when you're dealing trust, you got non-disclosures and stuff, but I'm willing to deal with the consequences, because y'all my family, I'm willing to deal with the consequences, but I, I will I will share with y'all, we do have a limited edition, exclusive product line popping off in a, you know, in a little couple, you know what I'm saying, thing. I mean, I think it's I think it's ridiculously, illustriously, luxuriously marvelous how it has all come together. You know, we got pe- our people working with our people to make this happen. It was a uh, what would you say a joint venture between I could actually say multiple states. I think I can go so far as to say this was a joint venture between multiple states. I, I don't think I'm violating, violating anything at this moment. But I will say, you know, I, I'll tell you, it's probably going to be T-shirts and hoodies because let's be practical. I'm not going to try to give y'all some weird lighters. I mean, I guess those are practical, but, you know, how, how many uses do you get out of a lighter? I'm just, you know, practical items. That maybe, maybe you might you might be proud to wear. But the thing of it is, is this is limited. It's going to be a limited run. We ain't going to make no more. It, it is what it is. Um, trying to figure out the numbers now as far as how many we're going to make. But, you know, that's one of the things that if you're in the email list, you will be one of the, you will be the first to hear about it here at the foundation. Like anybody, before anyone, if you're on the email list at welcometothefoundation.com, things like that, you're the first to hear about it unless you don't check your email regularly. And that's on you. You know what I'm saying? What's that got to do with me? You you got to. You got your own phone. I wouldn't, you know. But things of that nature, email lists, different offers, different content, stuff stuff that we send out, notification of events. I think the first event that I do 
off the whatever what has been like almost a four year hiatus. It's been since I've done it. Like what do you call them? Seminars, conventions. I don't know. Every word sounds silly to me. We just getting together, man. I'm gonna sit there and tell y'all about some stuff in the presentation format. Give it to you real face to face. Things that I can't say on the air, I'm gonna say there. You know. We're going to do a pat down, make sure you ain't wearing a wire. I'm just playing. We ain't going to do all that. I'm just playing. But I think the first event that we here at the foundation get back on is going to be in the South, y'all. I'm pretty sure it might be in the A. It might be around in, you know what I'm saying? No. A, gives me an excuse to go see my big brother. B, I love it in the A. C, you know, at the end of the day, man, I'm a grown man. I do what I want. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to it real. You're hey, You know, life is luxurious. It really is. I trust yours is as well. But, you know, welcome to the foundation.com. Let me get back on point. We got a PDF section free. Information. Download it. Go. Run away. You, you, can, you can give it to your peoples and say that you found it. And you're illustrious. And I found this. And it's... It's illustrious, and I'm, I'm sharing illustriousness with you. You know, you don't even have to give me a shout-out. Just grabbing it. I just want you to learn that the PDF section is, is, is free. If, if then, you know, you wet your whistle, and you, you feel as though that, you know, you would like to go further, I would suggest that you, you check out the education section, the education tab, you know, Foundation Trust Primer, over 18 documents handpicked by yours truly. I think that would infer that I'm speaking about so ill. As I speak of myself in third person. But, you know, I picked them out. People, a lot of people. I get emails and stuff to say, hey, where do I start? I, I hear what you're saying. It resonates with me. I, I, there's something that you're saying that I understand is true. And I need. To, I want to know more. And I want to know more about the specific structure that you reference all the time. And I tell them, you know, grab that. Grab that. Grab that primer. When you get through that trust primer... And you feel as though you want more, you know, you got the Foundation Trust Series, Part 1, Part 2, Part 3. Ultimately, PowerPoint presentation format, I'm sending you physical DVDs, let's be clear. It's not some things, you know, it's on the web, it's on the cloud, and then, you know, and, uh, you change your password or the server goes down or who knows, you know what I mean? And you, you lose your access or something like that. I, I hate stuff like that. I'm just going to tell you the truth. I hate it. Give me, Give me my stuff. I'm old school. Grew up in the 80s. Give me my stuff. Give it to me. Don't, don't, don't hold on to my stuff. It's mine. It's mine. So, you know, DVDs, PowerPoint presentation. If you don't have a DVD player to work in a Blu-ray Blue player, most of y'all got some sort of PlayStation 3, 4, possibly a 5. They, they play Blu-rays and DVDs, man. So I ain't trying to hear it. You're used to a convenience, but no, in all seriousness, one, two, and three, I would say it's like beginner, intermediate, and probably more advanced concepts. The three, you know, such as, you know, finance structures and things of that nature. One, we just break it down. Uh, Supreme Court case citations, Black's Law Dictionary definitions. I don't, y'all know I don't like to get into rhetoric and a bunch of theories and stuff and postulate my opinion of the law. Like, I don't get into that. I like facts, straight up facts. Miss me with all that, you know, thesis stuff. I'm serious. No disrespect, you know. Hey, to, to say all thesisers, you know, y'all out there thesing, thesis. <laughs> I'm clowning. 
but I'm, I'm serious. I, I like to stick to the facts, and that's that's what the Foundation Trust Series is. When you're talking about these specific structures, we also in the education tab. We have Passport No Social Part One, Passport No Social Part Two. He said Part One. How do you get it? Part Two. How do you use it? How do you remain in your proper status while using that thing and you coming into contact with these commercial officers? You know, Part Three is in the works. I talked to the brother, I think it was last week or the week before. He said, yo, brother, I'm working on it. I'm going to get it to you. I'll hit you up. So I trust the brother. You know, he never lied to me. I ain't never known the brother to lie. He's a straight-up brother. So as soon as I know, shortly thereafter, you will know, and it will be available. But all those things are available at welcometothefoundation.com at the education section. I shouldn't say that. Welcome to the foundation.com in the education section. Because that's, that's probably more proper. Also, you can find the Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, social media spots if you're interested in that. Welcome to the foundation.com. The YouTube as well, which has all of the past episodes of the foundation. I think it's a lot, man. I was scrolling through it. I mean, it's a lot of episodes. Shout out. The secretary, you know, putting in that wizard, wizard, and labor. You know what I'm saying? But check it out. All of that stuff's available. Welcome to foundation.com. Last but not least, you can make a donation. You can also book a consultation. And I mean, this is a luxurious site. It's not, all these things you could do at welcome to the foundation.com. Go do it. Just go do it. Go do it right now. You got it. I want to say peace to all the listeners, all the live listeners. Shout out to the live listeners, live callers, live internet listeners, archive listeners, podcast listeners, MP3 listeners. If you if you receive the show via smoke signals off a cliff in Wyoming, shout out to you. I also want to say peace to all the trustees in private trustee training here at the foundation and peace to anyone and all of you. Investing in your private education outside of the foundation, that's fine. That's luxurious as well. You know, equally, well, I wouldn't say equally. Foundation is pretty luxurious over here. I'm just going to say. But, yo, shout out to you if you invest in, in your private education in any way, shape, or form. I also want to say, peace to anyone we have done private business with here. The foundation, anyone who has sent an email, well wishes, a current event, or otherwise added to the foundation, want to say peace to you. All of you, sisters, brothers. I mean, you keep me going. I'm just gonna be honest. You know, sometimes I'm just like, man, all these shows—they don't want to hear me anymore. And then I get a bunch of emails. As soon as I be thinking that stuff, I get like five emails on some randomness, and I know it's not random. It's not random like these current events. And I'm gonna keep these short and sweet. I only got a couple of them because you know what? I want to get into the topic of how. We discussed the problem with your public view. And public is in quotations if you can't infer. It's in quotations. It's, it's all capital letters. That means it's serious, right? I think so. CNN Business. Fed makes history with second massive rate hike in as many months. Historical. We're, we're living in historical times, y'all. What seemed unfathomable just six months ago, a 75 basis point Rate hike by the Federal Reserve has now happened twice in a row. At the conclusion of its July monetary policy meeting, members of the U.S. 
Central Bank today once again approved a supersized interest rate hike of three quarters of a percentage point. Members voted unanimously in favor of the aggressive move to tackle white hot inflation. Hey, I just want to I just want to revisit something last year, maybe around this time, a little earlier. Do you recall when Jerome Powell was saying that inflation was transitory? Transitory was going to it's going to transitory means it's in transit. It's here, then it's gone. You know, you know, transit is moving from one place to the next, right? So transitory will mean that it's, you know, hey, it's here and it's going to move to another place. It's going to go somewhere else. It's transitory. Remember that? I just wanted to say now inflation is white hot. Unprecedented action emphasizes how far the Fed is willing to push the economy to temper rising costs for Americans amid the highest price increases since the 1980s. You know what I'm saying? I don't remember. I was I was super young. I'm you know I'm gonna be honest. I'm like yeah, I remember that. You know when they when <laughs> you know you know the people do that. Like yeah, uh, just be fronting. People people be fronting. <laughs> Quote: Recent indicators of spending and productive. I'm sorry, in production have softened. Nonetheless, job gains have been robust in recent months, and the unemployment rate has remained. Low reflecting supply and demand imbalances related to the panorama, higher food and energy prices, and broader price pressures. That's called inflation. This is Jerome Powell. In prior months, the central bank noted higher energy prices, but it this is the first month they included rising food costs in their analysis. And I'm gonna tell you they did because they had no choice. It'd have been weird if they didn't. People would have been. It'd have been outraged. I'm just gonna be honest. People are upset with how much they're paying at the pumps, and at the grocery stores, and co-ops. If you're lucky enough to have one within driving a walking distance of your area, I'm gonna move on. You know, you know what it is. Look, CNBC Fed Chair Jerome Powell said he does not think the U.S. is currently in a recession. <laughs> I was gonna read it. Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell said today he does not believe the U.S. economy is in a recession as the central bank raised rates further to fight inflation. Quote, I do not think the U.S. is currently in a recession, and the reason is there are too many areas of the economy that are performing too well. (laughs) End quote. Powell said at the press conference following the Fed's decision to raise the rates by 75 basis points or 0.75%. Quote, this is a very strong labor market. It doesn't make sense that the economy would be in recession with this kind of thing happening. Yeah, it doesn't make sense because y'all inflated the economy with all that. Look, man, I ain't got time for this. Look, all I want to say is this says Fed Chair Jerome Powell said he does not think the U.S. is currently in recession. And look, remember when he said that inflation was transitory? That's all I want to say. I'm going to move on. I'm not petty. I'm not a petty man. CNN Business, Jeff Bezos. Just sold $1.8 billion worth of his stock. Here's why. And I love, you know, when I go to news sites and stuff like that, and they say, they they put a subject up, like, the war in Ukraine. Here's what you need to know. Like, they're going to tell me what I need to know. I, it's, it's a, to me, I think it's a very audacious assumption that you're going to tell me what I need to know. But, you know, hey, they're going to tell you why this dude sold his stock. Let's check it out. Jeff Bezos 
Bezos has sold more than $1.8 billion worth of stock as the world's richest person continues to sell his Amazon stock to fund his space venture. Okay. Sure. The Amazon CEO offloaded roughly 960,000 shares, each worth $1,900 a pizop. According to the company's regulatory filings, Bezos sold the stake after Amazon reported weaker-than-expected profits in his quarterly earnings. Amazon stock is up 25% this year, so, uh, you know, he's just, the stock is up, but he sold some bigger. Bezos. Even, <laughs> even with the massive stock, though. Let me, let me relax. Bezos remains the world's richest person. Yay. Bezos has sold, has said he sells roughly $1 billion worth of stock a year to fund his space company, Blue Origin, and he pledges to sell more than $1 billion this year as Blue Origin gets closer to commercial operations. Now, how much of that is true? You have to go through all types of filings and reports to really ascertain whether or not it's possible to substantiate the fact that all this money is going to his other company. I would say that the stock market is peaked and it's time to get out, and these guys know it. But what do I know? I'm just a lowly so L. Look at it. Check it out. CNN Business. Sprite. I like this one. Sprite will no longer be sold in green bottles. What? Do you, what? So why do you care? Sprite is retiring its green plastic bottles after more than 60 years. Coca-Cola said today it's changing the packaging from green, green clear plastic Beginning August 1st as part of its broader efforts to become more environmentally responsible. Oh, that's sweet. Sprite's current plastic contains green polyethylene, terephthalate, an additive that can't be recycled into new bottles, a key initiative for the company as it looks to reduce plastic waste. Now, I'm going to tell you this. Y'all ever go in those restaurants? And they got the little hand towel things, right? And you got to wave your hand in front of it, and it puts out one piece of towel and stuff, and your hands is dripping wet and stuff, you know what I'm saying? And you got to wait 10 seconds, you, you got to wave your hand in front of it, and it puts out one more little little piece of towel and stuff. You understand what I'm saying, right? And they say, oh, you're saving the environment, and they're like, oh, go paperless. You get these pop-ups when you log into your banking apps and stuff, you get these pop-ups where they're trying to tell you to go paperless? You probably already paperless, and that's cool, it's up to you, but what I'm saying is, this is all being masked as environmentalism, is what I'm trying to say. Some sort of environmentally friendly, you know, procedure. I don't believe that. I think you're cutting as many costs as they can. A company that spends less money on its bottom line on paper towels in the bathroom has more money to pass to its interest holders. Let's just say that. I don't care if it's shareholders or membership interest owners, if it's LLC. I don't care what it is. Period. I'm going to tell you that because I'm a, you know, I own, I own and, and create companies. And that's one of the things that I do. I look at the, you know, the statements. Um, I look at the, the bottom line, basically. I look at the company's books and determine where is most absolutely necessary to and able to cut costs. And we do it. And not to say that's the, this is the only thing I do, but it's one of the things I'm pretty good at. So I'm telling you, an additive, regardless if it can be recycled into new plastics or not, and first of all, you should probably do your research on this recycling thing. That's probably not what you think it is. But either way, that additive costs money. Over the entire Coca-Cola bottling company conglomerate, which is an international 
multi-conglomerate structure, the cost savings on that entire macro scale of not having to purchase the color green for these bottles is going to save them probably billions in the bottom line. Now, we got increasing costs for goods and services on the corporate level and on the, you know, the private level, as well as you have inflation, which was highly responsible for that. And you have a volatile market and you're entering a recession. You're, you're looking to cut as many costs as you possibly can. Case in point, Shopify. CNN Business, Shopify to cut 10% of staff after making wrong bet about Panorama Online shopping boom. See, the thing with it is, is there's, you know, every company, large companies, especially traded companies, they have what is known as a public relations team or a PR team. You know, you, you don't just jump on Twitter. You, you, and execu- executives for these companies, they have like contracts of what they can and cannot disclose, what they can and cannot say. The way, you know, you sign a contract that you cannot bring a bad name to the company. I'm, I'm not playing with you. And this carries over into your private life. It absolutely 100% does. So when these companies have to make moves such as this, they, they send all this, they send what they need to say or what they want to say or what needs to be said because, you know, they got to release this stuff um, to their public relations team and they figure out a way to present it to the public, such as Shopify will lay off approximately 10% of its global staff after making the, quote, wrong, end quote, bet on how long the panorama-fueled surge in online shopping will continue. The cut span divisions, including recruiting, support, and sales. According to CEO Toby, I'm I'm just going to stick with that, in a memo to staff and will take effect by the end of day Tuesday, the end of day Tuesday. Shopify reported having about 10,000 employees as of the end of 2021. So, sounds like they're about to fire 1,000 people. 1,000 people are out of the jobs. Meanwhile, electric truck maker Rivian laying off 6% of his workforce. Amazon-backed manufacturer of electric pickups, SUVs, and delivery vans is laying off 6% of its workforce as the company adjusts to the, quote, world has dramatically changed, end quote, according to an email sent by CEO R.J. Scaringe, Scaringe to Rivian's what, roughly 14,000 employees. So we do the math real quick. That is... It's about eight... Jeez. That's a lot of point. That's a lot of employees, man. Wow. Look, and this is the thing, companies laying off their workforce is very typical in downturns economically for corporations and things of that nature due, due to the fact that's the first and easiest cost to reduce. Quickest, first and easiest is to just start firing people. Because immediately next week or next payday, you ain't got to pay them. You know, they're off the, you know, maybe you offer them a severance package or something like that. But, you know, in the long run, the, the company books look so much more attractive. And you're going to continue to see these things. Best Buy, CNBC, 
cuts its outlook, joining other retailers as inflation pressures shoppers. So if they're cutting their outlook, if there's less purchasing, if there's less people with jobs, if they're firing all these people, how does this not look like a recession? Best Buy today cut its forecast for its fiscal year and second quarter, saying it has seen weaker demand for consumer electronics amid, what is it? Inflation, that transitory thing that just happens to just not be transitory. Reuters.com, UK commercial real estate entering a downturn. And this is worldwide. It's going to be worldwide. You know, and I think this is an indicator of what may be coming to the United States, but we'll see. You know, a lot of, you know, these sub real estate markets have, you know, a lack of adequate housing um, just for the population that exists there. So, you know, there's housing crises in a lot of markets. So, you know, that has to play into, you know, this factor. But Britain's commercial real estate sector is entering or might already be in a downturn, according to an industry survey, as higher interest rates push up investors' financing costs. and weaker consumer sentiment hurts demand for retail products and thus retail space. CNN Business, T-Mobile agrees to pay customers $350 million in a settlement over massive data breach. Did you hear about this? And this is one of the things. And this is what I say. This is... This is the problem, one of the problems with your public view. We're starting to get into the topic a little bit, you know. We're going to have to, you know, kind of make a U-turn and come back. But check it out. T-Mobile has agreed to pay $350 million to settle the multiple class action suits stemming from a data breach disclosed last year affecting tens of millions of people in the proposed settlement announced Friday. T-Mobile also agreed to spend an extra $150 million on cybersecurity through the end of 2023, Court documents outlining the proposed agreement were filed in U.S. District Court in the Western District of Missouri. More than 76 million United States resi- residents affected by the breach will be part of the proposed, proposed class, according to a court filing accompanying the settlement agreement. During its initial disclosure surrounding the breach, T-Mobile had said it believed a hacker had stolen information on about 53 million current former and prospective customers. The company began investigating the breach in August 2021 after Vice reported claims made on an underground online forum offering T-Mobile customer data for sale. Now, I can tell you that people's addresses, names, they had people's social security numbers, phone numbers, previous addresses, web history, metadata from their devices, all types of stuff. All types of stuff. And people be believing and trusting in this public. The problem with your public view, I'm telling you, check this out. CBS, chess playing robot breaks seven-year-old boy's finger during a chess match. (laughs) I'm not making this up. A robot broke a seven-year-old boy's finger while they were playing chess during a tournament in Moscow, Russia. Quote, the robot... Broke the child's finger, end quote. Moscow Chess Federation President Sergei Lazarev told the outlet, of course, this is bad. (laughs) He said, yes, it is. The robot broke the child's finger. Of course, this is bad. That's pretty much all he said. Look, there's a video of this. You know, people are ushering in this future age with all this future tech and going to have future problems. And this is what we're getting at, your problem is the problem with your public view. 
So let's jump right into this. Right? Now, I'm going to use an example that I used in one of the private trustee trainings. I think it was either last week or the week before. And I'm going to offer this publicly because I love y'all. I'm just going to be honest. I rock with y'all and I love y'all. But before I jump all the way into this, I want to say that if you don't currently, you, if you don't currently have organized an LLC or corporate structure, So that you can create a company mobile phone, T-Mobile, Verizon, I don't care. Corporate account with the company. Give them the company EIN and the company information and protect your privacy. That's one of the problems with your, your public view. You should not expect any type of privacy in the public. And there's the privacy. I got privacy rights. I got, you know, look, let's let's just be honest. Most people fundamentally misunderstand and do not fully comprehend what exactly the public is. So what is the public? Public. First of all, what are you talking about? So I'm talking about artificial, fake, not real, not created by the creator of the boundless universe. And that can be a little convoluted, but I get very specific and people say, so you're you're tripping. Why you always got to be so specific? I am being real. Grocery store, fake, not created by nature. Street, stoplight, judge. Sandwich. Pants, T-shirt, all of these things are not natural. So there's unnatural structures. Let's get into that, such as property, real estate, your home. Your home is an unnatural structure. It may be made of natural materials, but they were formed in an unnatural manner for your specific purpose of having shelter. Let's just be honest. Same thing with your clothing. Some some clothing is polyester, which means it's fake, man-made. Some people's clothing is cotton, wool, sometimes silk. These things are natural occurring elements, or not elements, I'm sorry, uh, natural structures. How about that? Natural occurring pieces of nature, cotton, silk. These things occur naturally in nature, but we unnaturally form them into garments. Unnatural. When I say what is the public, I say artificial. I say fake. I'm not saying unnatural or not natural. I'm not saying that. And when I say unnatural, I mean unnatural in its formation. I'm saying the public is fake itself and its creation is unnatural. What do I mean? Well, the public is ultimately the way we see it here in the United States, quote, I'm saying that with asterisks, put bold on it, put it in italics, I don't care. But 
the way we see this must be conducive with ultimate reality. What is ultimate reality? I'm living and breathing here right now. I exist. I can stand here, exhale breath. I can create and form unnatural forms with natural elements. I can create unnatural forms with unnatural elements. You know, I can do a lot of things. I am in the image of the creator, so therefore I am a creator, but on a lower level. And I I really, really understand, appreciate, and appreciate that. I understand that it is an absolute luxury to turn on a faucet and clean, potable, drinkable water comes out of that thing. That is an absolute luxury. But I can jump into a shower whenever I want and clean my body. That I have food ready and available at my disposal whenever I need to, you know. These are luxuries. These luxuries are provided by the public. I understand that. And we must understand this. We must understand the interface between ourselves and the public so that we can fix the problem with your public view. All right? So what do you mean by fake soot? I mean, fake, it was was created in in someone's mind, written down on paper, and people look at it as though it's real. People interface with it as though it is real. People talk to other living people who are acting in a specific capacity as though those actors or the capacity in which they are acting are real. So what is the public? Ultimately, what is the public? The public is a service company. The public is a business trust. Now, When I say that, we need to understand some basic concepts before I go any further. So some basic concept number one is the Constitution rather is a business trust. Yeah. And the public is a corporation. It's an LLC that was created by authority within the business trust, within the Constitution, which can happen, which happens all the time. The state creates other entities. In fact, most people think they are that artificial connection that exists between them and the public. I'm going to say that one more time. Most people think that they are that artificial connection that exists between them and the public when they're not. You're not you're not the actual connection. You touch the actual connection, I guess in some sense, you administer the actual connection ultimately specifically, but you are not that connection. Most people think they are because there must be an artificial connection and relationship with the fake with the federal government, with the with the biz with the with the LLC. Let's just be honest. So if you look at it in the sense of the United States of America is a business trust and the United States, located in the tank square miles of Washington DC, is actually 
the actual corporation formed by the business trust. You start to fix the problem with the view of your public. Because that's essentially what it is. There's a contract that was executed by men who named the people the beneficiaries, ultimately. And within that contract, there were powers granted by Congress to regulate commerce. So Congress, within its powers granted by that trust, that business trust, under its trustee powers, created a corporation or an LLC, if you look at it that way, a service corporation. It was easier to relegate, regulate commerce. Why? There must be an artificial connection between the living, breathing man and the woman. And Congress knew, all these elected officials knew, that most people in the public did not understand public and private. They did not understand that there were actual structures that were recognized to do business within the commercial realm that was regulated by Congress under delegation of authority from the United States Constitution. Blindly accepting whatever was given to them, states knew that there must be some sort of entity created on behalf of the people within the state so they can interface with the commercial realm. But what was the biggest purpose? The biggest purpose, in my opinion, in creating that interface was commercial. And even more specific, it was the collection of debts. Because a thing cannot move against a living, breathing man or woman. A dead entity, a corporation, cannot move against, in any way, shape, or form, against a living, breathing man or woman. But it can move against another dead entity. And it is most advantageous to move against a a dead entity if a living, breathing man or woman believes that they are that dead entity and will be subject to whatever pains and penalties inflicted on that dead entity. Which, of course, most people would say, oh, that's mean, that's evil, whatever. I just say, why would you expect the state to create an entity that isn't beneficial to itself? To me, that's just illogical. So if you look at the United States of America as a trust, as a business trust, and you look at the United States Corporation, 10 square United States, if you look in the UCC, the location of the United States is 10 square miles of Washington, D.C., and its insular possessions. And you got to understand what insular possession means. And, you know, you get pretty, you start really understanding what's going on. Right? The view that you have of the public begins to shift and really becomes more and more focused. And you get to see things from, a, I would say, a better perspective. So if you look at, like I said, the Constitution as a business trust, you look at the corporation, the United States as a corporation, things start making sense. And a lot of people say, how does that happen? Well, the family trust can create a business trust. Absolutely. A private family trust can create, be the grantor of a private business trust. 
And maybe you've heard the phrase, uh, you know, the Republic is a house no one lives in. And I don't think anyone has really broken that down in a way that I think has been sufficient enough to, you know, properly disseminate across, you know, all or, you know, the majority of avenues of the general public. So what I will say is this. You have to think if you think of it from the from the level of a business trust, right? The trustees of the business trust through the delegation of the authority granted to them by the contract indenture itself, they created a company or corporation. Now, trustees of a business trust oftentimes do not get a salary, especially if it's a family business trust. Well, if it's a, you know, it depends, I guess. Let's just be honest. I guess it depends on the situation. Let me, let me just back that up. But generally, trustees of a business trust that is created by a family trust and is a part of a family estate and it's not specifically an investment vehicle. Typically those trustees don't receive a salary. So let's just say this, you know, trustees who aren't receiving a salary, they create an LLC or company, right? And with that company or LLC, they start doing business, you know, and through that business, um, the business essentially is dealing with gold and silver, right? And through the use of that or through the administration of this LLC, there's a lot of employees or people that come to quote work for the LLC. A lot of people um, uh, using the company internal financing for their cars and for their homes and things, and you know, they'll collateralize their property because the, you know, the company has a financing program internal, you know, if you work for the company, you get, you get the option to be, you know, to be qualified to take advantage of our financing programs, you know, and for a small usury, for a small interest fee, you can get access to money you don't have to get your hands on things you don't, you can't afford ultimately. And, you know, some people use that to their advantage. They're very shrewd in business and they were able to acquire, you know, a lot of wealth. Some people lost their wealth. And this is how the public began to grow. People were um, using the company financing department. Uh, some of them were making money or gaining wealth using that company finance department didn't matter they were still paying interest on the finance so the company was making money as well as the um ones who were participating in the company finance program were, were losing money and they were losing assets collateral and stuff losing land losing property losing gold losing silver things of that nature losing wealth. And over time, more and more wealth came to be, let's just say, controlled or claimed LLC, right? Now the LLC starts to develop to develop its own banking system. It's got its own internal financing system. Now it starts developing its own banking system. And it starts passing out its own notes, right? Federal Reserve notes. And it, the, the company... LLC says that these notes are equal in exchange 
to all other notes and currency if they're using this weight of silver dollars and gold. Right? And for a while, people, you know, maybe a little shifty, but, you know, people start hearing remarks of, hey, man, I went to the company with those notes and they gave me the gold I asked for. And it was the same gold that I got from the state bank. So more people in the company and outside the company start accepting these notes for trade and accepting the silver certificates and the gold certificates. And the company started growing larger and larger and larger and larger, had more and more assets within its holdings, let's just say. And it got to the point where the officers in the company had a lot of value, had a lot of wealth, and it wasn't measured in the company Federal Reserve notes. It was measured in the assets they had, the properties, the homes, the cars, the vehicles, the vacations, the, the clothes, the fashions, the luxuries that they were able to afford. So naturally, the trustees who typically don't make a salary being a private trustee, or if they do, it's not too large. After a certain amount of time, the private trustees go and get positions in the LLC to partake of the benefits after all. You know, they're going to make the money, but, you know, as a fiduciary of the private estate, it's their responsibility to what? Grow the wealth of the private estate. Private people saw that there was value and wealth in the public. So what private people started doing was creating businesses in the public, employing people, such as like franchises of the original LLC created by Congress. And they were employing people and they, and they went along with the same rules that the LLC had because, you know, they're using that commercial, um, those commercial Pathways, those same commercial pathways that are controlled by the LLC. So it's kind of like a franchise. And they started employing more people and drawing value from private labor into the public through a corporation and then drawing that value from the corporation into the private by way of a private business trust. So not only are they trustees of the United States Constitution Trust Now they're officers In the corporation In the public And they're using Their skills Their wit And those Federal Reserve notes To gain wealth Value Assets Commodities And bring them back Into their private estates To me That is the best way to describe what happened and how the Republic is a house that no one lives in. It was a natural function as the company grew and the salaries of the officers expanded. It was a natural occurrence that the private trustees would take offices in the company. Now, does that mean that they are no longer officers? I'm sorry. They are no longer trustees fiduciaries in the private. I would say not necessarily. I'd say any, any elected official that took an oath of the Constitution 
to uphold and protect the Constitution that has that serves in the federal government really has one foot in the private and one foot in the public. And that through the right functions, structures, and behavior and execution, those who know and are able to discern the differences between public and private ultimately and make the correct decisions on how to structure their affairs in the future, still able to access the republic, still able to access the Bill of Rights, still able to access the Constitution. And this is what a lot of people are doing, from the Moors to the sovereign citizens. They're trying to get access back to the republic because they see all of the liabilities and all of the basically butt kickings they're receiving in the public. And the main thing, and I'm going to tell you, I'm going to say this 100% on record, the main problem is with your public view because most people think that the artificial connection with the public is them. When it's not, it's an artificial connection. And I'm serious, and I've been saying this for years. Look at the seal on the top of that thing. It's not you. It's not yours. And when people are able to understand that, comprehend that, grasp that concept, and have the option to grab another concept, which is there are private structures that are recognized to get bank accounts and brokerage accounts and title vehicles and properties and commercial assets and whatever it is. There are private structures that exist that can do these same exact things as this artificial connection that I think is me from a better position with regards to liability of assets and income and from a much better position when it comes to the protection of assets and wealth. That's when the view of the public becomes no longer a problem. problem is the way we're looking at it. That's the problem. Most people say, oh, man, I'm mad at the public and they're doing me wrong and all this other stuff. You got to look at the artificial structure that you are using to interface with the public. First and foremost, you got to be accountable. What are you doing? What are you doing? Number one, what are you not doing? Then understand that the public allows you to live in absolute luxury. I don't care if you're poor. If you have roaches, I have roaches. It was all bad. It was very embarrassing. Had mice chewing through my clothes and stuff. But check it out. It was very rare that the water didn't work. And when it didn't work, there was always another place that was close by where the tap water did work, where the hot water did work, where there was electricity, where there were places where I can go and get food. They would just hand me a box of food. I feel like that's this is a luxurious age that we live in. We take a lot of things for granted. And without the public, most people would die. You don't know how to find water. You don't know how to heat your own home. You don't know how to gather your own food. You don't know how to preserve your own food. 
You don't know how to make your own soaps. I mean, it's basic stuff. How are you going to make a toothbrush without the public? Where you get a toothbrush from without the public? The thing that you curse so much. And I'm not saying the public is great. I'm just saying it's like, yo, it provides for, it's a mechanism that provides what I consider luxuries to millions and millions of people. It's just that millions and millions of people interface with it incorrectly and they get burned. And then after burning, instead of identifying and investigating what is happening and what is going wrong and how to fix it, because I look up and even if it's on TV, I'll see people doing better than me and try to find a way to achieve that. Most people just sit back and play the victim, man. And I'm going to tell you honestly, I don't like that. I don't think that's, I don't think that's honorable. I don't think that shows uh, uh, a noble character. I think that is giving away your power. I think it's putting blame on under one, on someone else for your, your conditions and stuff. And I know there's certain conditions that we can't help. And even in those situations, you know, my expectation is that even in my worst conditions, I'm still working to make them better. And I'm not going to sit there and cry about it. Yeah, I might sit there and, 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 and delve into my emotions for a minute or two, but I'm going to pack that in and keep it moving. I've seen so many people just give up. And I'm going to say the truth. I don't think it's because people are just lazy and don't have the spirit. I just think it's because people don't understand how to quantify what they're looking at and what they're really dealing with. Which is why I created the foundation. Let's talk about the foundation of what this thing is. Let's talk about what the foundation, the basic building blocks of what we're looking at. You're looking at a 30, you know, 40, a 69-story building. You got 69 floors. And you're looking at the top and being like, well, I can't even see the top. This is the clouds. Don't worry about that. It all started with that first floor. Matter of fact, it started with the basement or the sub-basement. That's where it started. And that's what we need to understand. And that's what the foundation is about. This, The United States is a service corporation, hands down. I don't care what you're talking about. Congress was granted powers under the Constitution to regulate Commerce. The United States is a commercial regulatory association. Straight up. Interstate commerce charges and stuff. Look it up. Do your research if you want. I'm like, prove me wrong. Call in. 563-999-3625, man. We can have a, a functional, mature, adult discussion. I'm not going to insult you. I'm not going to cut you off. None of that stuff. We can have an actual discussion because I love learning new things. I love it. I'm not going to argue with you. I want to hear what you have to say because I want to learn something new. Please teach me something new. Please. Please allow me to look at something from a different angle or view. I mean, that is one of the most beautiful things that can happen while discussing a topic with someone who's either passionate, very learned, educated, or just knows what they're talking about. And I learned something, man. I love it. Please change my mind. It's a service corporation. It's a corporation. I mean, it created it created some sort of individual entity by which you can interface with it without limited liability. Because why? Why would they give you limited liability? The whole thing about the public is to draw value out of the private. And that's another thing. We can get into this credit debit system and how there's no counterbalance. 
and what that means, you know, with regards to natural law and the actual earth itself. But that's, I guess that's a whole other conversation. The bottom line is you are screaming at the dead officer that works at the dead company when you should be quietly discussing your issues with the trustees that are living. I'm not playing. You're arguing with an officer of a corporation who's acting under a specific delegation of authority that has no provisions for empathy or being nice or having a heart or anything like that. There's nothing like that in those handbooks, those standard operating procedures. Never seen it. I deal with a lot of companies, a lot of corporations, a lot of corporate law. Come on now. Never seen anything like that in a municipality, in a city, in a, in a county, in a company, none of that. Specific provisions about you have to be empathetic in the carrying out of your duty. All that's some nonprofit language. And the federal government is not a nonprofit. So we screaming at dead officers of a dead company looking for empathy, looking for understanding, and looking for justice that doesn't happen. It's not going to happen. Then we get upset and say it's corrupt. And we're not willing to do the requisite research so we can acquire the requisite knowledge that would allow us to properly interface with this dead thing. And ultimately robs you of your future wealth by underpaying you for your present labor. And if you're robbing me of my future wealth, you're robbing my family of its future wealth, which means you're robbing the private estate of the future wealth, which means I am acting outside of my fiduciary capacity with regards to being a trustee of my private estate. To me, it's very simple. So I can't afford to have the same public view of as most people because it is ultimately and fundamentally detrimental to the wealth producing capacity for my estate of me and is potentially detrimental to the value of my estate period to not understand the problem with most people's public view is an absolute detriment what is your issue what is your lacking you're lacking knowledge of the system you're lacking proper comprehension of the mechanism of commerce and what is the commercial what is the mechanism of commerce ultimately and fundamentally is to draw value out of the private into a public entity which then can be drawn back into the public in another location not yours not yours from your family to the public to the wealthy families who's tripling and quadrupling their wealth through recessions and depressions and panoramas, man. And we mad at them? To me, I think that's a farce. And when I hear people discuss with anger and contentment their views and perceptions of the public, it really, really makes me understand that they just don't understand and comprehend the public, that the problem is with their public view. And all I'm trying to do is paint a picture that's a little more clear 
so that you can comprehend and hopefully by two or three generations after you your family is completely different like change the future type stuff is what we're trying to do here at the foundation man change the future change the future of your family for generations like change it like you know you know, you know, I can go back in time and change this, and then everything would have been different in the future. I'm, that's what I'm talking about. Time travel right now. Let's do it. We're going to travel. We're going to do things right now so that when we travel into the future, we have different outcomes. We change everything. We buck statistics. Buck them. Like, look, I don't care about no statistics with regards to demographics, uh, uh, hair color. I don't care what it is. Zip code doesn't matter to me, man. None of it. I don't care what you say, Mr. Public. Oh, statistically, you know, African-American. I don't even know what African-American. Where is Africa-America? I don't even know what that means. Proper comprehension of the mechanism of commerce, number one, puts you in a different position mentally. Like, straight up. You understand? It's a job to extract value from you and not give you as much value to you that you gave to it. That's the whole thing. That's a business. That's what businesses is. Offer you goods and service and charge you more so they can make a profit and pay their employees and all that, whatever. Think about it. Look, we got 10 seconds, man. Nope. We got about 60 seconds left in the broadcast. If you listen online, I'm going to stream a little bit. Five six three nine 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 three six two five. If you want to join us, and what do we call it? The the offline after hours private extra private private part of the show. You want to call in, in the next thirty seconds or so, man. Otherwise, booyakasha, I can't help you. Blah blah. Like any corporation, officer salaries increase as the corporation makes more and more money. Why would these public valuable actions not be the desire of the private officers, the private trustees, I'm sorry, the private trustees? Why would the trustees of the United States of America not take positions in the United States for those salaries? It's 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 a great question. You know, we all know the corporate them CEO salaries and stuff. They just increase exponentially every year. They get bonuses and all that stuff. Why would? A trustee of a business trust, if they have the potential and opportunity, why would they not take a position in the actual business if the business is making a bunch of bread? The, the Constitution has multiple beneficiaries a lot. It's the people, right? So there's only so much or so, yeah, so much of the proportionate share of the proceeds coming from the public that is available to the trust, you know, to the, to the beneficiaries of the trust, right? 
And a lot of that stuff is being experienced in the public. A lot of the value that is being generated by the, the corporation, the LLC or whatever, the United States, is being expensed in the United States, you know. There's expenses, there's travel, there's logistics, you know, there's there's employees you got to pay, uh, there's, there's, there's health insurance you got to pay, then you got to pay the executives, then you maybe got to grab some company property, maybe there's vehicles you got to grab. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of expensing going on in the public, you know, because that's what, that's what companies do. So the after expenses is what's getting passed to the to the business trust and like I said if the trustees have a salary coming from the business trust it's going to be highly dependent on what comes to the business trust in the way of profits by way of the, the LLC or corporation so if the equivalent portion or proportionate share that one of the beneficiaries of that business trust or specifically the trustee it's himself or herself of salary that they receive from the trust itself is going to be wholly dependent on what's passed through from the LLC. And if the trustee sees that officers in the LLC are actually getting more salary than the trustee is in the private business trust, me personally, I'm going to go and take an office under, you know, with, you know, of course, under a, you know, all rights reserved specific type scenario. But I'm, I'm, I'm for sure going to keep my position as trustee in the business trust because I get a salary, and I'm going to go take an office in the company and get a salary there which is going to be increasing and which is part of an expense, you know, something I can't get from the private business trust. I'm trying to break it down logically as to what happened and why it happened. Logically is what I'm trying to do. I hope, I hope what I'm putting down, you're picking up. I really do. Because then the state signed on to the constitution, right? And you say, Oh, states have the power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if they sign on to the Constitution, then the Constitution grants Congress to regulate commerce. So when it comes to the commercial practices of the states, they had to stop pretty much, well, the commercial practices specifically with coining money, creating their own money. You know, they had to use this, the, the company's money, the system's money, which is Federal Reserve notes. The use of Federal Reserve notes brings with it the obligation of the same. So when it comes to commerce, it doesn't matter to me if you're in a state or if you're in, a, in the federal, if you're in the United States or if you're in one of the states, if you use the Federal Reserve notes, you know you something has something with regards to an insular possession of the United States is happening. Bank accounts, things of that nature. Trust, same thing. Bank accounts, private trust, but oftentimes there's specific types of bank accounts. But ultimately, like I said, this is the problem with your public view. You don't see it for what it is. It's a service corporation. Everything you see is a company. Everything you see is fake. It's a company. It's, it's a corporation. Even landscaping. Yeah, the landscaping itself, you know, those bushes and stuff, that's that's real. It's an unnatural formation. It's not supposed to be there. 
It wouldn't have been there if a man or a woman didn't go put it there. And that happened due to a service contract, straight up. There was a contract for that to happen. It's commerce. It's commerce while there's shrubs in your front yard, yo. It's all fake. Concrete, it's all fake. The sewers, it's all fake. But it provides a certain amount of luxury. Do you know how whack it would be if I had to go dig a hole every time I had to go to the bathroom, man? I run water luxuriously going through city pipes and stuff. That's That's part of it. And understanding the public and understanding these, what we call minimum contacts, allows us to operate and arrange our affairs in such a manner that subjectively and effectively changes our quality of life, hands down. Mentally, monetarily, it changes your life. But the comprehension must be there. The problem with your public view must be corrected. No amount of PDF or guru or 12 steps or consultations or DVDs or nothing are going to make any type of real fundamental sense that you can use actionably unless you understand what the public is and how it came to be how you interface with it, how you interface with it correctly, and how you can correctly interface with it. And I would suggest the most correct way to interface with it is through private structures. And of course, that and the administration of those private structures, you can learn in trustee training here at the foundation. If you're at all interested, email me admin at welcome to the foundation.com and we will discuss, if you like, trustee training what it is, how does it work, what's the structure of the training, things of that nature. And I would say that, you know, if you get the information, you get into the training, you learn, you actively participate, do do your your side and apply the information, it will change your life. It will absolutely absolutely change your life. It will change the life of your family too. For real. So, you know, with that being said, I just think, you know, this this topic is probably long overdue. And not necessarily the topic. I just think the way to apply the concept With regards to, you know, an LLC versus a business trust, I think it's kind of unique. And, um, you know, hopefully it's, it's it's something that I brought to the table or we brought to the table here at high frequency that, you know, allows you to, you know, correct your perspective. Because really it starts with you. Everything starts with you. Everything. You, you create your own reality. You say, oh, I got hit by a car, I didn't even do anything. Well, you was walking down that street at that time. Well, I didn't know. Am I supposed to know? And, you know, these are all subjective. But the bottom line is you were, you chose to walk down that street at that time. And just so happened at that time that you chose to walk down the street is when that car went over there, over the curb and popped you. You know, I just think, not saying that you're responsible for what happened to you, but, you know, we're responsible for where we put ourselves for our perspectives, for our misgivings and our misconceptions. And, you know, the first thing is to acknowledge them, that they exist. Hey, man, I don't know everything. Um, I actually got this wrong. I've gotten things wrong before. And there's, 
nothing wrong with that unless I don't correct it. And we get into these things and, you know, we can correct the problems with a lot of things, including the problem with our public view. And when we do that, we can choose to interface differently with the public for our private benefit. It takes a lot of stress off, changes life, you, you know, it's luxurious. But, uh, man, I got some calls. I've been taking calls in a long time. I don't think so. I love, <laughs> I love y'all, though, but, you know, I've been talking for a grip. And um, I've actually just been talking a lot. I got some new clients and stuff. Just been talking to attorneys and things, man. It's just, you know. But it's not to say that I'm not willing to continue to disseminate the information that I think should be disseminated you know I just like to create uh, and offer what I see is lacking what, what what I feel like should be there it's, it's how I used to make music too so you know it's how, it's how I administer the foundation uh, I trust that you know you get value from it and um, I trust that it, it's something that you know assists you because that's the fundamental purpose of this you know educational structure so you know with that being said you know hey I just I want y'all to think about this. I, you know, I really like y'all to maybe download this episode or save it or something and listen to it a couple of times and really paint the picture in your mind. I don't know, write a, write a chart or something and understand. Main thing is, is that that artificial connection is not you, but there must be an artificial connection in relationship. There must be, there has to be because you, you're living and breathing and it is not. So how does that function? And the logic of that should settle upon you. And then be like, okay, so from where, from there, how does it go? Well, of course, the public is made to extract wealth. Okay, so why would it set me up in a situation in my ignorance? In my ignorance, why would it set me up in a situation where I can extract wealth from it? And then, you know, it really just helps with the anger, y'all, and the resentment. Because that stuff's heavy and it's negative and it's it, it's yucky. And it really doesn't do anything positive for you. Unless you're one of those few people that can use negative energy as fuel to produce positive works. But even for me, that's kind of difficult sometimes. Even though I really appreciate that I can do it. But ultimately, I don't like walking around feeling icky. And the anger and the resentment, whether it's towards the public or it's towards, you know, you know a public officer or your parents or your family, like, you know. Maybe it's time to let that go. Maybe that's part of it. But ultimately, when we correct our mind and we correct our perceptions, we correct our lives, we correct our conditions. And that's what I want to assist y'all with, you know. So with that being said, I appreciate y'all. I trust y'all enjoyed the show. Just know that, you know, my my, my opinion is that your structure is incorrect. Let's correct that. Email me, admin at welcometothefoundation.com. Jump in the trustee training. Very least, check out welcometothefoundation.com. You know, sign up for the email list. Most importantly, we got some stuff going on, you know, um, as well as, you know, all the educational offerings, the PDF section, you know, the trust primer, trust series, passport, no social one and two. Um, you can find the YouTube, the social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, you know, make a donation. Book a consultation. It's a wonderful site. I think it's luxurious. You should check it out. 
very least, sign up for the email list. I got some things in the works, man. You know, um, I do want to step it up. I, and for a second, I was thinking about, you know, just kind of stepping away. But essentially, I think that will not be the best for you, for the beneficiaries of the foundation. That's y'all. And I think that, um, you know, I can do better. I can do better. So, you know, be on the lookout for, you know, the beginning of, you know, the in-person seminars. We're going to get that kicking back up. It's going to be luxurious. Be on the lookout for the exclusive 100% exclusive, limited edition, limited run foundation merchandise that will be announced to email subscribers only. It will not be on the website. If you're not an email subscriber, you will miss it. I'm serious. It's up to you. But it's luxurious. You're going to lose luxurious. 100% luxurious. But either way, you know, just sign up for the email list. Do yourself a favor. It's, you know, it's your, it's, it's your brother. It's your brother's soul. I'm trying to, I'm trying to look out for you. I trust y'all had a luxurious week up until today. You will enjoy the rest of your luxuriousness throughout this week. You will have a, a marvelous weekend. You know, you'll hug your family. You'll, you'll appreciate the luxury of, you know, just turning on the faucet. And, you know, either hot or cold water right there. It's like magic, man. Cold water. Hot water. You know, just just uh, let's let's start thinking about the things that we appreciate, the things that that make us happy, the things that you know um, that I that I have that a lot of people don't have. That, you know, that, that this you know this is this is actually cool. You know, get our minds thinking about more positive than negative. Get our view of the public situated. You know, appreciate what we have. Take care of ourselves. Take care of our family. Tell ten things. That you're thankful for before you go to sleep tonight and every night because it's important. And understand that, you know, I'm your boy. I love you. I got your back. Take care of yourself and enjoy yourself. And I'll catch y'all next week. The same spot, the hottest radio network on the planet. High frequency radio network. My name is So L. It has been a luxurious and marvelous pleasure. Now you go do some do something great. Change your life, put a smile on someone's face, impress yourself and impress someone else. And then go tell the story to someone who cares. Because that's what I think is one of the big things of living. I'll catch y'all next week. Peace. High Frequency Radio.